Welcome back. Joining me as we unpack the day's market action is Stephen Schultz from Momentum. Thanks so much for your time, Stephen. I was going through those boards and I was quite surprised by the divergence that we are seeing in the global markets. Of course, we know that uh, ahead of the those midterm elections, uh, the U.S. markets had started to rally and we are seeing that rally still continuing. Uh, European markets also largely in the green. But then you have that upbeat mood not filtering through and finding its way to the JSC. What's driving market sentiment there in that divergence? Yeah, so I think I think there's really a, a few undercurrents in, in markets at present. Um, and I would separate emerging markets from developed markets okay. in the sense that I think developed markets, um, we're seeing a very strong U.S. dollar. Um, and I think the U.S. midterms, although nobody can really tell you tell you what to expect as a result and, and what impact that will have on financial markets. I think those are the main headlines. Versus Asia, um, China in particular, which is very persistent on its zero COVID policies, is really weighing on any emerging markets um, that have a commodity backdrop like a South Africa, um, unfortunately. And, and I think the JSE bore the brunt of that today. Yeah. Just on those midterm elections, Stephen, I'm wondering if you have any insight because it seems that there's this belief that the Republicans will gain a significant amount of seats, at least in the House of Representatives, um, because we do know that th that control is a little bit tight there. So it seems that the markets are rallying in the hopes that the Republicans will be gaining um, uh, more seats there. I mean, are you seeing that kind of positivity um, from, from, from that belief? I mean, why is it so market positive? Yeah, so there's not a lot of conviction from market participants on the on the midterms. Um, I think it is fair to say that the Republicans um, will probably capture the House of Representatives. Mm -hmm. um, and that's coming through in the polling numbers. Um, but more importantly, I think the Biden administration was welcomed by financial markets upon arrival. And I think the subsequent inflation um, has really angered a number of voters. Yeah. which are likely to express that frustration in um, in how they, they vote. Um, and I think also, I think the Biden administration is, is fast gaining a reputation as a big spending government, um, rightly or wrongly. So I think that it is a fair assumption. Um, but then moving over to the Senate, it's a little bit of a, a mixed bag. Um, and it could go in either direction, but it's very likely to go in the Democrats' um, yeah. direction, yeah. which means a mixed house. And the market likes that because... Um, there's not a lot of big policy moves. Much of the, the policy changes get blocked. Um, and that in itself creates a bit of policy certainty, which the market favors. All right. All right. I hear you on that. It's quite wild to me just looking at um, how voters are basically disgruntled going into these midterm elections because of inflation. I mean, obviously, we know that that's, uh, yeah, the Democrats don't have much control over that. But let's move on to some of the news that came out of the JSC. We have uh, Marion Roberts. Uh, we saw that share price up uh, over 26% at some point. Of course, this is after they announced that they uh, want to dispose of their Australian business, Clough, to, um, what is it, WeBuild in Italy. Of course, they've cited their high uh, working capital requirements. And of course, that came after a crash, about a 32% crash in their share price last month after they warned of a profit slide of at least 100% because of those issues. So are you um, as bullish as the markets on, on, on this transaction? 
I think yes. Um, I think bullish is a is a word not commonly associated with Murray and Roberts, or at least yeah. not this year. Um, but they're still down around two thirds. Um, so they've been absolute nosediving of late. Um, and I think that I support the strategy of rather de-gearing and simplifying. Um, so in that regard, it is very much a, a positive transaction. It's to the tune of about four billion, um, which is no small feat when you consider the market caps around two billion for Murray and Roberts. Yeah. Um, and I think that whilst management have spent a lot of time talking up um, the prospects of the Australian businesses and pipeline of the business, it is quite evident that there is risk in turning the pipeline business into, so the order book, into real revenue, um, and also a lot of operating capital that will be needed to do so. And therefore, I think the deal definitely makes sense. Yeah, all right. So really markets breathing a big sigh of relief there. Uh, also, another company that came out with good news on the JC is Hammerson. Uh, that share price was up more than 10% after they gave their quarter three trading update. Some of the highlights, expecting FY22 adjusted earnings to be at least 100 million pounds. Group occupancy levels at 95%. Footfall in the UK, Ireland and France, not less than 90%. Are you as optimistic as the markets today? But considering also maybe the challenges that they've had in the past, maybe applying some caution. Yeah, I think it is great to see some of these companies bounce back quite quite well from, from the, the COVID depression. Um, we haven't quite got there on all the metrics. As you mentioned, football in the UK and Ireland is only at about 90% and France 95 so still a little bit of recovery required. But we've already seen sales... Um, uh, exceeding that of, of 2019. Um, we're starting to see rental collections up. We saw rental income up 11%. Um, we've seen some benefits from lower financing charges. And all in all, at a, at a 9 PE, I think it's, it's not tremendously cheap, um, but it's also not expensive. So I think it has been a, a pretty rewarding recovery play. Ah, all right. Well, let's get to your stock pick for today, Stephen. My stock pick today is underpinned by, I think, higher macro um, crude prices, uh, lifting refining uh, margins, as well as decent chemical prices in the market, which we think will persist. Um, and that, I think, makes a very good case for, for Sassel, the JSE listed, um, notwithstanding the blemishes on, on some of the, the operational challenges that it's had of late. Um, but I think with a target price of around 360, um, that could be about a 20% upside from current levels on a conservative um, model um, and not a very demanding PE at the moment. So I think it, it trades at a decent valuation. Ah, all right, well, thank you very much for your time and for your insights today. Stephen, uh, that was Stephen Schultz from Momentum.